Hey, Tilly. Yes, bro? What did the alien say to the garden? I don't know. What did the alien say to the garden? Take me to your reader! <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we will be talking about news from the week, crop circles, My Little Pony, the movie, Hell in the Cell results, and Ghost Wars, episode one. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hello. Who is here? Who am I talking to? My name is Frode. I'm from uh, Norway. What a wonderful name. What a wonderful accent. What a wonderful voice. Ah, thank you so much. That's why we like him. And then, yeah, ah. me, Tilly. Hello. And we have Luke. And Luke. Hi, I'm from America. Fantastic. Can you see me? Are you meant to see me? Is it yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. We oh, see you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, we see you. Are you all in your respective corners of the globe? As yep. we yes, we are. Wow. How how international. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> the idea. <laughs> Back to the Future 2. Have you ever seen Back to the Future 2? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm still, like, blown away by Skype. I'm still very much like, wow, it's an amazing thing. Um, may I please play you a song? We now have a very special musical treat by Itch from the King Blues with Save the World, Get the Girl. From the fiery pits of Camden Town to Elephant and Castle underground There ain't no teachers in the schools They're all out hustling and playing pool The neighbours complain about the noise There's girls in labour with Tory boys So I'll say my prayers Go to bed and wake up with a horse's head But if we lean on you We are gonna fall When it's all for one One for a far cool but I will save the world And I will get the girl I'll dismantle a ticking time bomb With just one second to spare I will save the world And I will get the girl And you all point up at the sky As I fly right through the air Oh, 
Mother Earth is begging you to quit So you reach the moon and stick a flag in it While I believe in the people of America I still can't believe the Terminators The governor as the soldiers prepare for combat Smart and ask, do you want freedom fries with that? We put the oops back in troops Now it seems so absurd And going to war to prevent war Was the most stupid thing I ever heard But if we lean on you we are gonna fool when it's two for one, one for far cool. But I will save the world and I will get the girl. I'll dismantle a ticking time bomb with just one second to spare. I will save the world. And I will get the girl And you will all point up at the sky As I fly right through the air As I fly right through the air I'm a 20-something OAP I'm screaming at my TV Playing Uptown Ginger Kiss me quick Karate chop and Kung Fu Kick I try to live A life this full And keep my damage minimal But only the bailiff visits me And he never stays for a cup of tea But if we lean on you We are gonna fall when it's all for one, and one for far cool. But I'll save the world, and I'll I'll dismantle a ticking time bomb with just one second to spare. I will save the world, and I will get the girl, and you will all point up at the sky as I fly right through the air. Yeah, I will save the world, and I will get the girl. I'll dismantle a ticking time bomb with just one second to spare. I will save the world. And I will get the girl And you will all point up at the sky As I fly right through the air Yay! Yay. <laughs> Whoa, fantastic Yes, ladies and uh, gentlemen uh, Special start to episode 105 there uh, Tilly, you can explain a little what happened And give a little history to the people that don't know Who this man is and so on, maybe Okay, well, that was uh... hi everybody. By the way, yeah. <laughs> that was Itch from the King Blues. Um, the King Blues have been going for about thirteen years, and are a phenomenal band. Give them a Google; they're on Spotify and everything. Um, mm-hmm. He's just released his first ever book called "101 and One Haikus," and I helped on the Kickstarter. And as a sort of kickback from that, we got that call. Yeah. Wasn't Yay. it lovely? It was super cool, wasn't it? Uh, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fry, everybody. Yeah, it was really uh, he's very talented. So, most talent that's ever been on the show, probably. But no, we are talented. <laughs> oh, Come okay. on, Luke. We are talented. We are talented jerks. That just yeah, he's just around. been noticed. That, sure, that's right. all it is. We're we're totally that talented. <laughs> yeah, I'm still that's quite giggly. They are yeah. my favorite band, so I'm quite. Sort of starstruck and it's like oh, after yeah. I met Chris Jericho. <laughs> I really like that song. Yeah. I have to check out more of their stuff. I've listened to a few songs that you sent me, Tilly, but 
I'm gonna have to check out some of their more stuff. You said Spotify, probably. I'm guessing yeah. iTunes more than likely. So go check that out. I would out, assume people. so. How's your uh, week been with your bigger and bigger battler, Dylan? Uh, hungry mostly. I've had a very hungry, hungry week. Hungry and sleepy. So I've been yeah. waking up, eating, and then going back to bed, and then waking up with my belly being a bit bigger. But you were out. Uh, uh, did you were you at the test today? Weren't you? Uh, no, tomorrow is. I can oh, find tomorrow. out when the what the baby is, but I think I'm going to do it Saturday so Dick can be with me. Yeah. He has work through the week. Oh. And then there'll be Oops. a little party, and then. I'll announce it to the internet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not official as an announcement unless you put it on Facebook. We all know this. Oh, we all know that. You <laughs> you you became on single on Facebook. So, and then yeah. that was in episode one. Can you believe that? Still in- <laughs> Good God. <laughs> yeah, hundred and four episodes ago, you became on single, officially on Facebook. That's where it counts. So obviously, oh, totally. there was, yeah. Oh, totally. It's not like it's in your heart or something. Right. It, no, it only counts it's once when the NSA tells you. Well, once the NSA <laughs> knows about it, that's when you know it's official. Yeah. And when Facebook says, "Hey, it's been a year," then you know it's your anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever date How- it says. <laughs> How's your week been, uh, Luke? Uh, good. Really fast. This week went by super fast. I went over to my parents' house this week, and there were three giant white dogs. My parents don't own any dogs, so I was kind of like, yeah. what are these dogs? They apparently just wandered, like, miles, maybe like a mile and a half, two miles away from their house and ended up at my parents' house somehow, so we had to figure out how to get them back home. That was very strange. I just, like, walk uh, walk into their backyard, and there's these dogs. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> they were giant <laughs> white dogs, too. Very interesting. Like, Grand Noir, big, or... Jeez, I don't know. It, they were kind of um, puppies, I'd say, they, but they were still like up to my waist. But they were puppies, so. Yeah. Oh, Jesus! But there's big dogs then. Yeah, it sounds like they're uh, like malamutes or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, my week has been quite an un- eventful. I would say it's. It's not been a boring week, but it's been an uneventful week. It's just been busy with scam baiting, yeah, fooling around on the internet, having fun, relaxing. Yeah, baited lots of yeah. scammers. Yeah, uh, not as many as I would like, but right. Then again, uh, who would? Yeah, in uh, in Norwegian news, uh, we of course gave gave out the peace prize this uh, week. Uh, we as a country, of course, not five people inside a room. <laughs> uh, that's like one of my only complaints about the peace prize for process in in Norway is that it's like six people, six people decides this or something like that. It's 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 not many people. Right, but I, I mean, there is, like, a lot more people that nominate uh, to, right. so for it to get to the committee. So it does pass through a lot more people, but yeah, you're right, Fro. It is a little strange. It's a little strange that it's so few people in the Nobel Peace Committee that decides the final one. 
But uh, I, I'm not sure how big the committee is, but I think it's six or eight people. I think no, I don't think it's as, as many as six. I should Google it without saying anything, but I, I think it's six people. I have a funny feeling. But uh, it was uh, the anti-nuclear campaign econ that won, wins the Nobel Peace Prize. And I am going to be 100% honest. I did not know what ICANN was before they got the Peace Prize. Yeah, I never did heard you of them. Guys? Yeah. No. Oh. But it is an interna- it's an international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons. So they just left the W out, out of that ICANN thing. But it should be ICANN-WA, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the word is silent. <laughs> silent W, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd never heard of them, but it is an international organization, so yeah. Like I'm saying, like I said, we probably wouldn't have heard of them. By the well, way, hopefully more I... people will hear of them now and think, "Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Let's not have nuclear weapons." By the way, it's six people. I I googled it. Uh, the Nobel Peace uh, Prize committee members are six people. Right. So I found it now. But uh, anyway, yes, uh, a little boring prize, maybe? A little like, eh. okay, yes, everybody knows it's dangerous with nuclear weapons, and nuclear disarmament is, is important. But it felt, felt kind of, uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, it's, it's not nice to say that it's an unimportant prize, but it, it felt a little like, been there, done that before, kind of, everybody right. knows it's It dangerous. feels a little 80s, right. Yeah. yeah. But it's $1.1 million. In the uh, price, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it is very... Um... It's prestigious as well. Yeah, and it's very well-timed, given everything that's definitely. going on with the North Korea and... Right. Good I'm old assume, Trump uh, stilt skin. I would assume it's uh, totally related to that. I mean, it's gonna. Mm-hmm. These awards are politically motivated sometimes, and I would say this is probably mm. a very good example of that. I guess it's, I can began in 2007, so it's actually been around for 10 years. We just never heard of it. Started in Australia, officially officially launched in Vienna, so it is definitely international. But. Hmm. But I I, I, I I just felt a little like uh we have had more interesting prices than this. Like when we, we gave it to Obama, that was an interesting price. Interesting he, is a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never ever didn't... should get that price. This one's a give well, no, though. I mean I'm not gonna say it's a bad one. I don't think it's a bad choice, oh, no, but it's just no, kind no, of no. easy. So yeah, I understand it what is you're saying. Easy. Yeah. And a little like but uh, hey, A, A M. What is A M? Isn't that the instant messenger thingy? Oh, A I M. When you said A M, I was thinking morning time. That's what. Uh, yeah. A M. Yeah. Uh, they will shut down in December. Which I'm what? sure we'll all really notice, because have either of you guys ever used A I M? Oh yeah. Uh, yes. When I was in oh, middle yeah, school, yeah. it was oh, huge. Yeah, we, when I was in middle yeah. school, yeah. Yeah, exactly the same time as Luke used it. I did. End of middle school, yeah. beginning of high school. Like I dated lots of girls that I met on AIM. I like, 
met people on there, like, set up meeting. It was, um, it was Facebook, and it was MySpace before any of those things were. Really, it was. Mm-hmm. So we just had, I just had MSN Messenger. Uh, that would have been, like, after this, or at least yeah. when this was popular, yeah, because I had that as well, yeah. Uh, that kind of came because this got popular, so. And yeah. AOL Instant Messenger, I think it came out of, I want to say, AOL Online is where it originated. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Which, uh, if you guys remember that, with the little CD uh, CDs they'd hand out to you or send you in the mail all the time. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. But this is a part of my childhood that's going away, and our childhoods, yeah. I guess me and Froze, that's going away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of like uh, we had that episode where the old man podcast. It makes me feel a little old. It's twenty years ago. Right. I'm, I'm sure only like uh, uh, weirdos and ISIS were using it, so it's probably good to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. They don't need the own thing <laughs> so on sunday we had this uh skype call and we started talking about uh succession uh mag nugget sauce uh, and even luke posted on our facebook group uh another digital citizen on facebook by the way go and check it out uh where uh there was somebody that put out uh, uh, the succession Facebook, and you can buy two pieces of them. No, for it was one. Five. It was yeah, one, one it, sachet. It showed one sauce. It showed two, but it was only one packet of the Szechuan sauce yeah. from Rick and Morty. Five hundred fucking dollars. Right, or best offer. It said. Yes. Uh, but the uh, police, of course, had to deal with angry crowds after McDonald's brought back the succession McNugget sauce. Tell me about it. Oh, me? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. this, uh, the, it was like a, uh, it was in, uh, conjunction with Rick and Morty. So I guess yeah, the, it was a reaction the, to Rick and Morty talking about the Szechuan sauce. Everybody started talking about it, so McDonald's went, "Oh, well, we'll bring it back for a limited amount." But they, I, it was. I really guess it limited. was also in conjunction because it was like after an episode where they actually talked about it and everything. So Rick and Morty hyped it up, and then McDonald's came out with this special limited time thing, and it turned out it was very limited number of locations and. Those locations only got like 20 to 30 little packets per place. And they didn't realize that there was going to be lines like around the building the day before. Like a Star Wars, like Star Wars movies used to be before people just bought their tickets online. Uh, There were people waiting for the Szechuan sauce and then only 20 people got it. So people got upset and there's huge crowds and the uh, and it was all, you know, teenage boys, you know, rambunctious teenage boys and things like that, so uh, I guess there were people chanting, no sauce left inside of McDonald's, like uh, like it was a <laughs> like it was a protest of some type and then uh, the police had to be called uh, to deal with the crowds. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, there's one funny. comment um, from a woman that says, I left Comic Con for this. And she was there in a Session 1 Disney <laughs> Source t-shirt. So that kind of shows you the people that were there queuing. It was, you know, teenage boys and Comic Con people. Wait. And to be fair, I would have been there. If this was in the UK, <laughs> I would have been there with the geeks and the... Because I'm, I'm a big Rick and Morty fan. I love it. I don't. I don't think I'd like the source, but I'd go for the poster. But there are only ten posters in each location as well. Right. Which just McDonald's? Come on. Look well, how many I mean, people the whole watch idea, it on Netflix. The whole idea of limited time. Uh, actually, it's not on Netflix here. I don't know why. Oh, isn't it? No, I looked for it this week because I was like, maybe I'll check it out because I've never actually watched it. Not on my Netflix. So. Um. Hmm. Yeah. This whole thing the whole idea of like a limited thing is to make it more valuable so that's the idea here is they it was a very limited release to make it more appealing and then pull more people in and i'm sure mcdonald's made a bundle uh off of people just buying food i'm sure of that but yeah uh i guess mcdonald's has come out and said they were sorry uh we didn't realize it was going to be so big and there's a probably i would guess in the future we're going to get another release of this so it's going to be like that time cm punk came out with a t-shirt for the first time like on raw and people were selling them for like a thousand dollars on ebay and then two weeks later they were on wwe.com for like 30 bucks you know what i mean it's gonna be that yeah uh let's just see if they do a uh, rick and morty happy meal hmm they're doing an Adventure yeah, Time one again over here, so maybe we'll get mm-hmm. the Rick and Morty ones. Little pickle Rick! <laughs> then we go to Spain and Catalonia, because the Catalonia government suspended their declaration of independence. Right, and, okay, I should have sent this, because just last night, uh, I forgot to send you guys the article, but this whole thing is not true anymore, because the Catalonian uh, leader signed off on the independence declaration and now they're oh. going to ne- negotiate with Spain. They had said on Monday they were going to suspend the declaration. Something happened and they decide we're going to sign it and then we'll negotiate with Spain. Uh mm. it's not clear whether or not them signing this document has any legal uh any legal precedent, I guess. Uh and I guess that's what the negotiations with Spain is going to be all about. But there was huge, massive protests against Catalonia um, seceding, I guess. Uh, tens of thousands of people came out in Spain against uh, them leaving. So, Was that in mainland Spain, then, the protests? Or was it right. also in Catalonia yeah. with people protesting? I don't believe so, no. Right, okay. uh, I, I only saw it in, in mainland Spain, yeah. Spain say, no, they are part of us. Don't I guess them. another like thing is... They have a lot of the industry in Catalonia, and Barcelona's there, which is a lot of the tourist industry as well. So if they were to leave, it would be a huge blow to the economy. And I think they also want out of the EU, is another thing. So, (laughs) If it says building a country that works for everyone, or it says building a country that works for everyone, is that a difference? It also lost its E on everyone at some point. It did? Yep. This Aww. was the um, possibly the worst speech 
in the history of political speeches ever. <laughs> really? I think. Yeah. Well, she, Theresa, this is Theresa May um, at the Conservative Party conference. She not only had a cough that was really, really troubling her, so she was doing a lot of... Uh, she was trying to talk and she... <clears throat> and she right, <clears throat> gravelly voice and everything. Yeah. yeah, that was going wrong for her. But also... Behind her was, um, for some reason, they'd used magnets or something to write out building a country that works for everyone. First, the F fell off. Yeah. And then the E at the end of everyone fell off. So it said, or every on. Every um, on there. Plus, a prankster had managed to get in and handed her a piece of paper that everybody could see said P45 on it. Which, in this country, when you get your P45, that's the bit of paper that basically says you are officially sacked. You know, if you get, oh, okay. if you lose your job, you get your, your P45. Slip. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, lots of people were actually... It's probably the best that Theresa May's ever looked, because people felt sorry for her. For the first time <laughs> really? ever, people had some sort of sympathy for her a bit, but only a tiny bit. I don't feel like that. There's a lot of other people that don't feel like that. Right. So this is um, pretty much her comeuppance. And it From was what hilarious. I understand, her party was not very happy about this because they ended up, at the end of the week after this, uh, attempting some type of coup to try to take over her position, and she was able to uh, stop them. Well, that, that's been there's been lots of that recently right. trying to go on. And they also wanted um, her to fire uh, Crazy Hair, whatever his name they is. They want to fire Boris, right? but then that sort of, that gives him, it's what he wants, because he wanted to leave the EU, and he also doesn't want to be held accountable for any of that. So if they sack him, he gets exactly what he wants, and he gets to sort of say, well, I had nothing to do with it, they've cocked it all up, it's them, not me, kind of thing. So they've got to keep him there to... Well, because he was so involved in it. I don't think Farage is mm. involved, but yeah, they've got to keep Boris about. And I guess another thing that just... came out, she uh, did an interview with somebody and they asked her, oh, if Brexit happened today, would you be for Brexit today? And she would she would not answer the question. He asked her like four times in the interview and she kept saying, well, I'm not really sure if I would be or wouldn't. I'd have to go with the information at the time. So she... Uh, and apparently she was getting secret advice, uh, secret legal advice on a, how to stop Brexit before the end of Mar uh, to, before the end of 2007, uh, 2019. Sorry. So she's actually trying to figure out how to get out of Brexit secretly without telling people, I guess. So there were a lot of people upset about that as well. Yeah, that didn't mm. surprise me. She wasn't pro-Brexit anyway. Um... So just sort of doing a, well, I can't say that I didn't want this. I can't let you all know that I'm going to try and dig my heels in a bit. But then she has to be seen to be digging her heels in a bit because there's such an uproar from the younger generation in this country about the Brexit vote. There's still mm. the talk of, oh, well, it was all the old people that voted for Brexit and they're all going to be dead soon. It's us that have got to deal with it and all that kind of thing. And the Conservatives mm. are trying to get some younger voters now. Which, I don't think it's going to happen, love. <laughs> right, I guess... But then again, 
she's probably yeah. not going to be in for much longer than middle of next year, if not sooner. So we'll see. Yeah. But then again, thank God we have this guy in Wyoming. Oh, let's the... save that for last. Let's save that before okay. you get. Let's go to the video, right? And then we'll save the funny one for last. Okay. Now everybody's That's... wondering. See, anticipation. Yeah. Building. <laughs> anticipation, yeah. Introduce the video then. I guess this, uh, on f uh, Facebook, there was like a GIF ad advertisement. You know, they have them on the sidebar of your Facebook or whatever, mm -hmm. or on your Twitter or something like that. And this was from Dove uh, Body oh, Cleansers. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, it's just like a shower gel. Okay. Uh, and a lot of people were offended by this commercial because they said it was racist. So let's go ahead and decide for ourselves and see if this is racist or not. Are you ready, Tilly? I will be in just one second, although I have seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty quick. It's, it's been... like really, really fast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In three, two, one, go. And then the gift repeats, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, it's white person, slightly darker person, slightly darker person, black person, white person. But they're taking the t-shirts off, turning into each other. <laughs> right. Is it racist? Uh... Personally, I don't find it offensive because it's not... If I were to see it just offhand, I wouldn't automatically go, oh, that's racist. No. No. But people were commenting things like... Um, Oh, a black person turning into a white person because it cycles through again from the whitest person down to the darkest. Right. Um, people saying, oh, the, the black person turning into a white person, what, because my skin's dark, it's dirty? Is that right. what you're trying to say, Because yeah. the thing is, yeah, it's body lotion, so it's they're, they're taking it as uh, the white person is the clean one and then the other two are the dirty ones. Right. Which I guess it could be taken know, that way. One thing it you got to put. But it's the wrong way round. One thing you got to put. It goes white to darker. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, uh, no, it starts out uh, the black lady, then it goes to the white lady, then it goes to. I want to say she looks kind of Middle Eastern, maybe. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, or maybe Eastern European, one or the other. Uh, the one thing you got to put into res uh, perspective here, I guess Dove. Last year had a bit of uh, the same kind of problem. People were upset about uh, something they had on their bottle. They had a, a Dove lotion of some type. And the description on the new lotion they released was for normal to dark skin. So people were <laughs> like, uh, what's normal exactly? <laughs> yeah. That's right. So this might all be like kind of uh, they're looking at it and go and remembering that dove thing and seeing this and putting the two right. together in their head, yeah. 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 I think promotion people need to remember political correctness. I think there also is a history, like, before our time, of just soap companies uh, maybe referring in that way to, you know, white people being cleaner than... Uh, like, it's it. they have had a his history with it, so I guess I can understand where people would infer that. But this right here, if you were to just see it and didn't know any of that background information, it doesn't look as bad as if you know that background information, I guess. so. Yeah. Uh, but now I can tell people about this man that saved us this week, Tilly. Because he time-traveled 
to warn us of the aliens. Oh, thank you, Mr. Wyoming man. Yeah. We all appreciate it so much. Right, this man was arrested in Wyoming for public intoxication and claimed he had time-traveled back in time to warn us of a coming alien invasion. Um, He warned that the aliens would arrive next year uh, and that he was supposed to arrive in 2018, but somehow the time travel went wrong and he showed up early. Um, Also, that the alien... He was... He was body was filled with alcohol because the aliens had to fill fill him with alcohol to be able to time travel. So to time travel, you have to get really, really, really drunk, which I guess we know that from Hot Tub Time Machine. But yes, why would the aliens fill him with alcohol so he could time travel so he could warn about the invasion of the aliens? That it's were probably other aliens. The, oh, the good well, aliens okay. were sending him back. The bad aliens are coming. Yeah. Okay, yes. that makes total sense then. So what what are we supposed to do? What was he telling us to do about the invasion? Uh, they didn't mention anything, just that the aliens were coming next year. Oh, no. Uh, and that the people of Casper should leave as soon as possible. Oh. And he asked so to people... speak... <laughs> yeah. He asked to speak yes. to the president of uh, the town of Casper. Which, of course, there is no president. President of Casper. Right. <laughs> of Casper, Wyoming. But. Uh, Casper, Casper, the friendly ghost. I we laugh, but this that. guy actually is a time traveler, and we're all just laughing. But. Yeah. Well, you know, until we get a chance to interview him and ask him, you know, what we're supposed to do. But you shouldn't judge. You shouldn't judge. Well, this is what I'm saying. We'll, yeah. we'll laugh and be jovial about it, but, you know, if he wants to talk to us and answer our questions because this this little article doesn't answer any questions really other than he was a man that (laughs) travelled back from 2048 to tell us about this invasion right but do you know who else who doesn't judge Trun and he is going to tell the truth about don't judge this is Trun with Trun tells the truth Last week I saw the results of Norwegian drug policy. A friend of mine died. She was not a close friend, but still I saw what can happen if the drug policy is wrong. It's not all about the drug policy is wrong, it's all the mentality of the people around society. This woman was like Yumi. She, for a while, was head leader for a shop. And for could stand out all the work she had to use some drugs and then she got bad friends and used more drugs and she became an addict well for a while she cut it off and when she was going to try to work again her past followed her as she lost her job why am I telling this because I've been talking about drugs a lot legalization decriminalization and so on and every time we always blame the system, who, who jail us, who make us criminal. But the worst thing is the prejudice among ourselves. We always believe that if you use a lot of alcohol, you always deserve a comeback and you can go back to your profession again. If there's narcotics, well, then you cannot. This was narcotics. She died, but she didn't have to. So, again, can anybody tell me the logic behind 
today's drug politics, but can also tell the logic about how we think. Why should drugs be so much worse when it comes to criminal offenses than anything else? If you've been hitting down somebody who does some violence or anything, you wouldn't be, be reacting on that way. So again, it's not on the drug politics who's wrong. It's the mentality of people. When you see a former drug addict, you should treat him like a human being. The same you would treat anyone who don't commit some sort of crime. But the problem is with drug politics, drugs who isn't clear in any of the crimes. The drugs you use, you harm yourself. Why should something you harm yourself be punished and have more prejudice against than people who do something to harm others? That's the question everyone has to ask themselves. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice evening. That was uh, Tron telling the truth about not judging. Thank you again, Tron. Um, we have a Facebook page we told you about before. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. We also have an email address, another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen. At gmail.com. Or ask to listen to it. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Hmm? There's also. Have we got many? Yeah? I was going to say about Audible as well, but have we got any emails first? No, we did not. Oh. Jeremy! <laughs> Jeremy! Where, are, where is my Norwegian email? Where I bet is... it's going to turn up and it'll be about four pages long. Yeah, but it's time for soda review with Luke. We yay! We haven't done this in a while. Coming direct to you from Luke's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> from Luke's and, uh, mouth to your ears. Should we start with the main attraction? No, let's do that second. I guess. Okay, we have a bonus today. We have a and bonus. What is it? Oh. I don't know what it is. Nobody's told me. No. Alright, so, uh, the first one we're going to do is, I guess it came out in April, so this is not a new soda, the other one just came out, uh, that we're going to mm-hmm. do next, but this one is called 1893 by Pepsi Cola, uh, which I guess is the international version of PepsiCo, PepsiCo is like the American brand, where this is like more of an international brand, but this is Citrus Cola, and it's supposed to be... Uh, it's called 1893 because it's made with all natural flavors. So, uh, cola nut extract, grapefruit essence, sparkling water, and real sugar is all that's in it. Hang on. Cola is a nut? Yes, and it grows on a tree. Why has nobody ever told me this? I've asked for years what the hell cola is. Uh. Oh, it's just vegetable extracts. Right. I didn't know there was a nut. Yeah, the nut, I think, is spelled with a K. Yeah, it is. Uh, whereas we, like, the soda is spelled with a C. So yeah. That's the only one. But yeah, it's, it's made from a nut. But this is a citrus cola. It's supposed to be a premia cola infused with grape grapefruit essence. There's grapefruit es- essence in there. I'm not really sure what essence is, but we'll try it out. I'd assume the essence Ooh. is just the uber concentrate. What's, what's the color of the bottle or... or... Uh, it's orange. It's an orange can. Uh, okay. I'll send it to you while I'm trying this. 
How does it smell? Well, definitely carbonated. You heard that pop yeah. when I opened it. Mad carbonation happening. But what oh. does it smell? It smells grapefruit. It smells super oh. grapefruity. Huh. But it, it smells a little bit Pepsi, but like when I first sniffed it, it definitely super, super duper cola mm. happening. Or I mean, super grapefruit okay. happening. Sorry. Yeah. Here, I'm going to, I'm sending you the picture right now and it's going to be the one that I got is the orange one. Cause I guess they have a couple other kinds. All right, let's try this yeah. out. Mm. Hmm. I'm getting a lot of Pepsi. With like a super slight hint of citrus. It's like barely there. It mm. smells more citrusy than it tastes. Mm. They look what like they the belong behind a bar. It smells really good. Like I, if I had a cleaning product to clean my kitchen that smelled like this, it would be great. Maybe that's what it really is. <laughs> Alright, let me settle this into my taste buds real quick. Would you say would you say uh, you you taste the grapefruit a lot? No, it's more cola than it is grapefruit, one hundred percent. But she's kind of fragranced with it. Right, the 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 grapefruit sm the smell is more than anything. I, like, there's no aftertaste of citrus at all. It's all cola, uh, and the cola tastes a lot more uh, natural than if you were to get a Pepsi Max or something like that. So. Right, right. Does it uh, kind of taste fresher? No. It actually tastes a little staler because uh, I, I don't think... I think the natural flavors are... It's um, it's less robust, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah. Okay. Without all the preservatives and everything in it, it won't... Right. I got a little burp happening here. That tastes. Grapefruit in that? Yeah, that tastes like grapefruit. All right. Ah. Oh. Mm. But then half of burps tastes are the smell. All right, I tried that out. Um, I would recommend <laughs> it, I guess. But from a scale from one to ten, where ten is buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Right. I would probably give this a. I'm gonna give it a five, right in the middle. Nothing super special. Oh. Nothing super exciting. Um. Uh, it should have had a little more grapefruit flavor, I think. But if you want something all natural, it's tasty. Uh, and the cola flavor is really good. I'd say it's worth getting if you want to try something new. If you're, like, tired of all of the sodas you normally drink, go ahead and get it. But other, I wouldn't say it's anything super exciting. Uh, okay. But I got that at the same store I got this. I'll post up the picture of the can. Uh, Jolt Cola. Came out Yay. on September 21st, apparently, but the store, uh, it came to ex exclusively to one store, Dollar General, um, and there's only one Dollar General anywhere near me, and they didn't get it for two weeks after it was supposed to be released, uh, so I got it this week. I was supposed to get it, what, two weeks ago to do on the show? Mm. Uh, there's yeah, what the can like looks that. like right there. If you guys see that, it's got like the yep. cool 80s kind of logo happening. <laughs> and all the sugar and twice the caffeine. Right. I'll get into that in a second. Uh, this is a, a classic soda from the 80s that they have officially brought back. I guess uh, the company was bottling some other kinds of this. Uh, passion fruit, orange, 
Blast, Wild Grape. Like, they were doing other sodas. They had kind of discontinued Jolt, and now they're bringing it back. Uh, you can only buy this in Dollar General, like I said. And the funny part is, you guys remember that... Um, we were doing Dreams, I think. And I was telling you guys about the dream I had where I saw the future, kind of. And there was, yeah. like, this store, and you guys were like, have you gone back into that store? Well, that restaurant got torn down, and this Dollar General was built where that restaurant was, that same restaurant. Oh, Very strange. But they had Jolt, like I said, took them two weeks to get it, and there were only six in the entire store. Uh, <laughs> so it was very limited amount available. I bought three of them, so I bought like half the stock the store had. <laughs> but I have not had this since I was... I want to say 13 or 14. Um, no, probably 16 or 17, I guess. And when I had it when I was younger, it was in a glass bottle. Because if you even go to the Wikipedia page, uh, it says Joel Cola is pa was packaged in glass bottles by 7-Up in California, uh, where laws are stricter to encourage refillable bottles, which I guess that's why they did it back then. This is nuts. I'm going to be so caffeinated if I drink this whole thing, but caffeine content in the can, 160 milligrams Holy in this can. Shit. It's a 16-ounce can, so uh, it's a little bigger than a 12-ounce can, but let me grab uh, Pepsi Max real quick. Jesus, that's a lot. Yeah. All right, I don't know. Let's see. I got a Dr... Diet Dr. Pepper Cherry. This has... Uh, let's see. Caffeine. Where are you, caffeine? See, most things don't tell you unless they're over a certain amount. Yeah. 39, 39 milligrams in the 12-ounce can. <laughs> and yeah. this has 160 in the 16-ounce. <laughs> wow. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think normal Coca-Cola has, like, 34 Right, I think Pepsi Max has something around. I think Pepsi Max has around seventy. So, um, Pepsi Max is kind of on the higher end of of uh, the amount of caffeine you're going to get in a soda, like normally. Uh, I guess forty two is what Pepsi Max has. So, mm. let's see. This has eighty per serving, so half of this. So in a eight ounce version of this, it has more caffeine than a full Pepsi Max. Let's try this out. <laughs> uh, what's the smell like? Um, it smells like Coke. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like normal normal Coke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> it just tastes like regular Coke, too. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, it's just normal Coke. Nom, 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 it really nom. does just taste like regular Coca-Cola. Like, not diet or anything, just like your standard regular Coca-Cola. Yeah. Now drink the whole thing and see if you turn into, like, when Barton Milhouse <laughs> gets a squishy syrup. Right. <laughs> or I'm going to turn into Beavis when he turns into Cornholio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh. Oh, I took three drinks of that. I can feel my heart exploding in my chest right now. Um, oh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, yeah. It's actually decent. Uh, it's tasty. Um, maybe... It has a strange aftertaste, but I think it's the amount of caffeine that gives it that strange af- aftertaste, maybe? Yeah, um, see, they say caffeine doesn't taste like anything, but I think it does. Like, the difference between... Um, well, anything I can drink now, because obviously I can't have caffeine, and the caffeinated version, like cups of tea. Everyone's like, oh, it tastes exactly the same whether it's decaf or not. And it, it doesn't. Right. Caffeine's it might got be the caramel flavoring or the caramel color in it as well. I'm not sure, but it's got a little strange aftertaste, but I remember the aftertaste from when I was a kid. So this is no different from when I was a kid. Uh, overall, I'm going to give this like a seven. Uh, and I'm going to put this in like an energy drink category. I don't think this is really so much a soda as it is an energy drink. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, especially since it's in a 16 ounce can. How's the carbonation? Uh, it's a lot lower than the Pepsi. It's more like it really does taste and feel as far as the amount of carbonation, like a standard Coca-Cola. Um, and, and, uh, it, uh, if you compare it to eighteen sixty nine, it's a lot better. I think it's tastier, uh, but it might be just because I'm used to more of like the uh, the not the, the unnatural caffeine fl- uh, flavor, where the other one had the natural right. cola extract and stuff. So it, it yeah. tastes more like a standard soda. So mm. I'm gonna give this one a seven. Like if I bet if you put a Coke. If you did a blind taste test with Coke and this, I bet people couldn't tell the difference. That's my opinion. But. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe it's That's more like cool. the original, original Coke with that much caffeine in it. It'd be like the one that had cocaine in it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week has also been a week of uh, t- uh, television. Uh, Tilly, you will begin this week. Oh. I've not really watched much that's that interesting this week, really. Obviously, the cartoons are all back, so I've watched them. Well, there was neither the last, have I. <laughs> uh, there's the last episode of Rick and Morty for this season. Yeah. So Aww. that's... Uh, it was a good episode, but it was also, you know, kind of really sad to watch because there's no more Rick and Morty going to be coming out for uh-huh. a bit. I'm assuming uh-huh. there will be other series because, you know, it's taken off massively now. It was yeah. already really good for the people that knew it and now especially well in this country at least everybody's gone crazy for it judging by the yeah. Szechuan sauce thing in america i'm guessing right pretty big it over makes there sense too. now i didn't realize it was the finale but that it makes sense why they put it out as the same day as the episode if it was the finale that that it makes sense as far as promotion goes yeah but there wasn't any Szechuan sauce in the episode Oh, no. okay. Well, I didn't see it, but that's what I read in an article, so... Yeah, this episode, um, they basically get sacked by the president because they've been saving the world for ever. And they uh, have a disagreement with the president. <laughs> yeah. But in it, the president you... isn't Donald Trump. No, so. he isn't. Oh. More of an Obama type. What else have you watched? I started watching a new Trevor McDonald thing on ITV. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, though, so that's no good. Something about the golden hour, the first hour of um, investigating a murder. But it's hey, have, you, that. have you not seen the new Lewis Thoreau one? Oh, it yes. Out... Yeah. I did, but that's really depressing. 
It was really depressing. Is but, it called uh, Heroin it was... Town or something? Heroin Town, yeah. Yeah, that was... What a uh... fantastic, fantastic episode. It's very good, but yeah, very... Yeah. Don't watch it if you're feeling a bit sad or like the world's a big pile of crap because it right, really yeah. cement that it is a big pile of crap. Uh, did you watch this as well, Luke? I saw it came out, but no, I, I didn't watch yeah. it. I had so much to watch this week that, no, I wasn't going to get around to it. And I saw what it was about, and it, like Tilly said, looked incredibly depressing. So yeah. It is incredible depressing, but it's really, really good. Uh, anything else, Tilly? Uh, just the usual Jeremy Kyles. They're all yeah. still new, so they're all brilliant. <laughs> uh, I saw two episodes of The Mayor, I know. Uh, that looks so uh, at least one. Have you seen the other one as well? Uh, no, I believe it came out yesterday, which is strange. Like, uh, we had two episodes in one week, but it came out what yeah. on uh, on two Wednesday, days. Wednesday of last week, and then Tuesday of this week. So, kind yeah. of strange. The first episode was on a Wednesday, and then they changed the days. I, I, I've noticed this in the past, I think we've talked about it in the past, Fro, where. It seems like a TV station doesn't want a show to do well, so they'll just start moving it around so people can't find right. it. But I, I don't know. What do you think of the show? Uh, it's awful. I, I, <laughs> it's it's not funny at all. I mean, I I, I don't get this. Uh, I I I thought it was interesting more than I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought it had an interest. Oh, are you done? Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm I'm out of this show already. I'm not I, uh, going to watch anything more. I've only seen the first episode, so I'll probably watch the second one just to see what's going on. Uh, but the first episode, it felt like you skipped like three episodes and then just were yeah. all of a sudden in the middle of the show. Like they missed yep. all this plot line. Like he was already running for mayor at the beginning of the first episode. Like, you yep. never get the build-up to that or anything, which that was incredibly off-putting for me Yep. Um, to just throw you into this without any explanation. And then you have to, like, introduce these characters that you're just supposed to already know. Uh, yeah. Yep. Overall, there were very small little laughs in there, but nothing yeah. big. David Spade was in it, so he was kind of funny. David Spade, yeah. Uh, Yvette much. Nicole yeah. Brown who is from Community. If anybody knows she her, was she was yeah. pretty good in it. Oh, I is she the one that plays Shirley? Yeah. Yeah, she's all she's all right in it, uh, but she doesn't get a lot of screen time, really. But the main character is not... Uh, <laughs> what's a good word for it? It's not that he's not a good funny. actor, because he's all right. No, he's, he's not a, funny. He's, he's a, not... Um, uh, no, uh, there's another word that I'm looking for. Like, he doesn't have the it thing. He doesn't have the it factor, like WWE says. He doesn't have the charisma to act like that funny character to me. He doesn't... I don't get the charisma, so, yeah. Uh, Anything else you saw this week, Fro? Uh, that was new. Uh, not really. Uh, I've seen, uh, a lot of other things. I've seen a Norwegian show about scamming. That was interesting. Uh, because I'm interested in that, uh, and the episodes I saw was about uh, online scams and things like that. So that was and uh, vacation scams. Huh. But yeah, 
nothing more. In Nor- it was you? a show in Norwegian. Yeah, it was in Norwegian. Yeah. Right on. Well, yeah, I saw the mayor. Like I said, um, get shorty finale was this week, so that was yeah. the end of that. Uh, very good show overall. I'd say it's probably yeah. in the top ten, if not in the top five. We'll see at the end of the year, but uh, definitely. definitely top ten. But maybe top five. Not really sure. I'm going to have to do my research on that one. But overall, quality show. Nothing I can say bad about it. So I recommend oh. it to anybody. Um, uh, I, I started watching that 70s show over again on Netflix from the oh. beginning. Because I've seen probably every episode at, like in syndication. Like when it was on TV, whatever, in reruns. But I've never watched them in order, per se. So I'm oh. starting to do that. I have all of them on DVD, so anytime oh, right. my internet cuts out or anything like that, I have every single season. Oh, right. <laughs> I have Matlock on DVD. I'm old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, I'm 34 and I have Matlock on DVD, but that's not really a thing. <laughs> no, um, get together. I love Matlock, though. And the last thing I saw this week, uh, I guess it came back uh, for its second season. Great news was on this week, which I really like. Uh, I think it was on my best of last year, but I really enjoy this show. I think it's very clever, and it kind of makes fun of... this. The first episode was very funny, because they bring in this panel, and it's like uh, CNN or whatever, where everybody's just arguing, and the guy who's the main host of the news show is this old-school kind of Dan Rather kind of newsman, and he just is not having it, and... It's a very it's very funny. It makes fun of news and it's also kind of a sitcom comedy where she's dealing with her mother as well. So I think it's very clever. Uh great news. Check it out. Cool. Let's go into our main topic of today today. Uh I think this is going to be a pretty easy one. It's about crop circles. What is a crop circle look? Right, I think most people know what crop circles are. I don't yeah. think like we're gonna find a lot of people who don't, but um, I guess it's just pretty much general. Says on the tin. <laughs> in case, right? Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, it's a formation, uh, or I guess like a pattern formation created uh, in crops, maybe wheat or corn or other things. Uh, it's normally flattened to create a pattern, right? And they usually normal circular. Normally in cereal crops. Because mm. it said like wheat or that kind of thing. Right. I think, at least here in America, it's more corn. But in America, we grow just a shitload of corn. So that's yeah. why. Like, and then over there, it's more in in that kind of general. But I think you, as far as the research I've done, the UK is kind of like, I guess we'd say, uh, ground central for the most... Of these that you would see, so yeah, because it'd be really hard to do it in a cornfield, because corn and wheat are very, very different crops. Cornfields, they're you know high above your head, and they're really big, thick stems, right? That you've got to try and flatten. And wheat, they do. Pretty they def- grass. I've for sure seen them here in America, where they do them out of corn, though. So uh, maybe. Oh it's- yeah. Yeah. I believe it. It's just. A lot harder. Well, aliens wouldn't have a problem with that, Tilly. Come on. Well, I don't know. It depends what kind of alien. 
<laughs> we oh. earlier, there's different kinds of aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but is this a new thing, or do we have any like folklore about this? Uh, right. Yeah. I guess. Um, from what I read, there's been uh, there's been history of this all the way back to like the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Is like yeah. the earliest report that I could find. Anybody else find anything? No, uh, I I found around 1600. As yeah. Well. Uh, 1678. There was a pamphlet. Yeah. It's it the, the first. moving devil. The mowing devil. But yeah, mm. this wasn't quite a crop circle because it was actually the crops were cut in a circle rather than being flattened ah. down. Okay. So it's and it's also linked to fairy rings, which is where you get the circles of um fungus, which I mean we'd we had them in our front garden when I was growing up. It's just a circle of mushrooms that grow at the same time every year. And the grass always looks a bit different there because it's where where right. the fungus is essentially and that through folklore with the fairy rings and also you can get certain fungus that will grow in a circle and kill the crops in that circle so they're sort of it's that those sort of things that have then it would have to be a massive folklore. fairy ring though i mean like to make any kind of i mean like i've seen like circles of mushrooms but it would have to be like a huge circle of mushrooms but yeah yeah well it depends what kind of fungus as well because some of the fungus isn't necessarily the one that creates those kind of mushrooms. It could just be the underlying, sure. like, linear one that then the crops don't grow through. Sure. And you've just got yeah. these weird gaps. Or it infects the crops themselves, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that would be a possibility, like, the crops get infected, and then, but then it would have to create this geometric pattern. Right. Uh, I guess here's one 1880 letter to the editor of Nature, which is actually fairly, I mean, that that's a fairly known journal, uh, describes how recent storms had created circles in flattened crops in, in a field. So that this one in 1880 is attributed to storms or weather. Yeah. yeah. There's some in, um, I think there's one in Australia that was put, I can't remember what year it was, but it was those kind of days um, where they had, I can't remember what they called them, but they were like dust storms sort of like tornado whirlwind type things that would come in like either rip up crops in a certain in a circle or flatten them down and pull them at the roots a bit which was some Here's... of that. I think they're sort of the more naturally occurring ones that nobody's claimed Here's one in folklore 1948 Germany which is more recent I guess uh, uh there... there you go ones. A farmer every morning found a circular ring of flattened grain on his field. After several attempts, his son saw 12 princesses disguised as swans who took off their disguises and danced uh, in the field. And this is attributed to fungi again. So, uh, but uh, people who believe that this is done by aliens would say that this story is based off of maybe something true. And that um, the disguised swans were actually disguised aliens, which I yeah. guess that would make sense. Other people that for... believe in fairies also, because the reason that the toadstool circles were called fairy rings is because it was believed that that was where the fairies would dance, and they'd dance in a circle, and that's right. why they'd come up there and why the 
grass would be different. But is it only me, or is it interesting that it doesn't appear to be discovered in Muslim countries? Uh, uh, I would have to say that might be because their crops are different. Yeah, there, there isn't that amount of grass. I mean, England and <coughs> Europe in general is very, very grassy. England but, uh, especially, even now. I would love to see a crop circle in Afghanistan in an opium poppy field. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, do we have any alternative explanations of why uh, there is crop circles there? We, we talked a little about it uh, with aliens. Right. Uh, but, uh, I think that's like kind of the most... Uh, known one, right? Aliens, yeah, crop circles are mostly. Uh, when people say crop cir- circle, you automatically think aliens, right? So yeah. Um, but uh, but let's talk a little about weather. Weather as uh, has been su- suggested uh, that uh, uh, it will be extraordinary meteorological uh, phenomena ranging from freak tornadoes to ball lightning, but there is no evidence any crop circle being created by the, uh, those causes. So that's interesting. Right, this is kind of goes with the one I was talking about from 1880, where apparently he said it was a cyclone of some type, uh, which I guess a cyclone, like, going in a circle like that, if it was in a field, it might create, like, one circle. If it was just really quick and it just knocked over just the stuff in its immediate area, I guess it could do that. But like you said, Fro, there's no evidence of this ever being, uh, causing anything like that. So, and there's ball and, uh, lightning as well. What's ball yeah. lightning? Cause surely that'd just burn a big hole in them. I've no. heard of it before. It's, Tell it's me. kind of a theoretical thing. I don't think it's necessarily anything that anybody's actually proven to be true, but it's like, uh, atmospheric, uh, it's it, instead of it being like a lightning rod, a lightning bolt that's just straight. It has a ball in inside of it that f- goes down the uh, lightning bolt. If that makes sense. Right. Okay. So I, I guess in it's... this case, it would probably create the circular effect if it hit the ground and it was a ball of electricity. Yeah. I think it's interesting that uh, Stephen Hawkins in 1991 said. Corn circles are either hoax or formed by vortex movement of air. And uh, the weather uh, theory suffered a serious blow in 1991. But uh, Hawkins' point about hoaxes was... Uh, oh, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. yeah, you're getting ahead of yourself there. But yeah, 91 was kind of a turning point for this whole theory, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I guess another one that's possible that they said was animal activity, which is interesting, I guess. Um, uh, in Australia, wallabies have been found creating crop circles in fields of opium poppies. Whoa. <laughs> that's Whoa. weird. I did not know that was a thing, but this is for, of course, they're ma- used for medical use, like uh, creating opioids for medical use. But I guess... Uh, Wallabies, maybe they naturally just walk in circles, like, in a pack, which I guess could cause, like, any kind mm. of animal who just naturally goes in a circle. Like, you know, a dog, when it um, will walk in a circle before it lies down, that kind of thing? Yeah. Maybe that could cause small ones. And you get those ones. fish, 
the I know fish obviously wouldn't go out and right. make circles in the crops, but you get them where they they make their nest and it's a perfect circle and they've got little stones around the edges and that kind of thing. Because nature <laughs> does create its own circles, it seems. One of my favorite ones was magnetism. <laughs> because uh, in 2000, uh, uh, Colin Edwards, who uh, researched crop circles for 17 years, wow. stated, yeah, stated while he believed 80% was man-made, he thought the remaining circles with less elaborated design could explain the three-digit shift in the earth mechanism. Mechanic field that creates uh, a current that electrocutes the crops, causing them to flatten in a form of a circle. So he's saying that the magnetic field of the Earth, when it shifts, yeah. could cause this. Don't you uh, just die and fall over? Well, yeah, they would electrocute the crops. I mean, like burn them from the inside out. I guess would be the thing. Uh, which I read a lot about that, like. Um, that the certain people have found that some of these plants have been changed from the inside out. Some of them burn from the inside out, and some crops have been changed genetically. I guess in yeah. these areas, which is hard to explain, especially. Oh. Uh, but I've never seen any actual proof of that. But there are people who say that. So. But let's talk about the theory we are really here to talk about. Let's talk about the paranormal theory. Because that's what it looks as. That what is actually what everybody thinks of when an, I say uh, I say crop circle. It is the first thing I think of. So, what is that theory of the paranormal really about, Luke? Well, I guess the idea here would be that the UFOs or the aliens are trying to communicate with us somehow, or leaving us notes, uh, maybe in their language or. Sci- uh, some type of mathematical or scientific language. Uh, mm-hmm. Or that it's just where the spaceships have landed and it's um, a sort of a- effect of their whatever they use to propel themselves. Right, yeah. Swirls them all and flattens them. Or I if they, yeah, they landed there. I read about there. that guy that said that he saw a um, flying saucer taking off from his um, farm field and he went over and there was a crop circle there where it had been. Apparently. Obviously, this isn't um, proven. What? It's not <laughs> Sorry, proven? Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. No, I'm sure if you saw it, you'd be... Uh... Because um, if I see it on Wikipedia, I see a sketch of this spaceship spreading circles and it's sent to the UK Ministry of Defence. In For some reason, it has an onk on it, like a Egyptian yeah. onk, which I found very strange. But I guess yeah. maybe they came from Egyptian. I mean, there's a lot of theory of that, like Egyptian, some Egyptian gods oh, yeah, left to be aliens, these kind of things. Uh, yeah, so well, there's inscriptions maybe that's and things from. of aliens from Egyptian times. This this spaceship looks a lot like the one off of E.T. and uh, Close Encounters. But uh, many crop circles have been found near ancient sites as uh, Stonehenge, a prehistoric moment located in English country of Wilshire. They've also been found near 
mounds of earth and stones raised over a grave and graves, also known as thermal barrows or barrows, and troll courses or trench dug filled with rubble made of brighter material than natural bedrock, often cork. And there has been uh, speculation that crop circles have a relation to ley lines. I have to check out what ley lines is because I never uh, heard of Ley lines are the lines of energy that go along the land. Um, they Fine. normally converge on hills and they're the hills that um, people, especially pagans, will go and do their like solstice rituals and right. things at. And they're supposed um, to be related to also to the magnetic field of the Earth. So going yeah. back to that theory, yeah. Yeah, you you should be able to find them by dowsing and divining. I think I know a lot about ley lines. There's a lot of ley lines that run through my town. This area has the most that converge in the whole of the UK. Weird energy. Here. Really? Yeah. <gasps> mm. I think an interesting theory on this one, uh, that maybe this whole thing, like, it's not necessarily aliens, but our own human, like, um, UFO technology, that's, uh, maybe, maybe at one point we did, we were testing some UFO technology, like, in the, the UK was, and maybe they had to, like, land in a, uh, a field, you know what I mean? And somebody saw this, and then there were, like, some type of crop circle that got left there, and, but it was man-made, you know, by our own technology that we, maybe the military was testing, not necessarily from aliens or anything. And then, yeah. uh, because that happened, they had to cover it up just because they didn't want anybody to know about it. So they pay people to go out and make cr- fake crop circles to cover up their own real crop circles in the past. I think that's an interesting theory on this whole alien thing is maybe it's not aliens maybe it's us just covering up our own uh military activity I like what do you guys think about conspiracy. that mm. there's also it's the um thoughts that it's a entity higher than us that isn't aliens more like gods like it's gaia um asking us to stop global warming and human pollution or you know it's god or whatever you want to call it, trying to get in touch with us and say, stop it, you're destroying everything. I don't quite get how that... One of the most famous ones I saw, I guess, um, when we sent out some satellite, we sent it out with, like, a, a a record, like a metal record that had all these symbols on it that was supposed to be meant for any kind of intelligent life that found it to be able to recognize, hey, this is where we are in the universe, we're, we're human. It had all this information about us on it. Uh, there was a crop circle somewhere in America that was supposed to be an answer to that, which is one of the more famous ones because it was so complex and intricate. I think that's one thing we haven't mentioned is how complex and intricate these uh, crop circles can be. Mm. Yeah, especially the the later ones. Right, they seem to get more and more complicated uh, uh, as uh, as the history of them go along, I guess. Mm. But then we get two morons that destroys everything. Are we going to talk about them? Right. Uh, in 91, 
I think most people have heard about this, or, but they probably don't know their names. A guy named Doug Bauer and Dave Crowley Chorley. made headline. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, say it again. Sorry. Chorley. Uh Made headlines uh, claiming it was they who started the phenomena in 1978 uh, using planks of wood, rope, and a baseball cap fitted with a loop of wire to help them make a straight line. So they, they would set a um, set a point at the center of it, maybe uh, like with a stake, and yeah. attach a string to their head to make the circle, which I guess that makes sense. It's very simple. Uh, and it they is. came you out just... in 91, and I have seen interviews and stuff. Or I've seen things of them actually doing it and saying, oh, this is how we did it, showing people um, and revealing it was a hoax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were inspired by the Australian crop circle accounts from 1966, which I think was the guy that said he saw the flying saucer, but they were saying it might be a little mini whirlwind. Um, They claimed to be responsible for all circles made prior to 1987 and for more than 200 crop circles from 78 to 91, with a thousand other circles that weren't made by them. But obviously, once people started seeing them, they went, ooh, ooh, we should do that. Mm Mm-hmm. But you would think that there would be some kind of, uh, there would be a point there where somebody would have been doing it different than other people, where it all, it seems like they were all on the same page when they were doing it, which I find kind of strange. Well, you want them to, you want to continue the belief rather I'm saying if they were copycats, like the extra uh, thousand circles that were not made by them, it's not like they were all communicating together to say, oh, this, we're all going to do it this specific way. Uh, I would assume that they were just copycats going, oh, we're going to do that too to whatever, um, get some publicity for ourselves. It would be hard for them all to communicate and say, this is how we're doing this, like make sure you do it that way so they all look the same. So I'm sure there was a point there. We'd have to, I'd have to do more research where uh, all these crop circles were looking uh, less similar than they are nowadays, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they probably were, but as they were coming up thick and fast, I mean, it doesn't take much to figure out how to do it. And once you do know how to do it, it's uh, it's really easy because it's just a plank yeah. of wood and some rope. It's a lot of time. And something though. to keep yeah. you. It is, but apparently you can get it done quite quickly if there's two of you. Sure. And it's I just not think... that hard to. I mean, with if it was corn, yeah, definitely. Like the, right. That would be exceedingly hard and laborious, but with wheat and things like that, wheat and barley and all the rest of it, it's really easy. I mean, that's Theresa May. She used to run around in wheat fields. Maybe she's done half of the crop circles. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going to take a lot of planning, at least for the really complicated ones. Oh, the yeah. ones you see that are super complicated and like have mathematical... Um, traits to them a whole lot of geometry going on yeah that that stuff is going to take a lot of time to figure it out before you actually go out there and do it but yeah uh i guess i mean the idea here is that we're trying to get out there is that this is kind of the uh what mathematics the scientific uh, theory as to how this happens is all these were made by human beings Mm -hmm. thousands of crop circles have all been made by human beings i guess i mean it's uh, I guess it's true, but it just seems crazy that all these people have decided, oh, this is what I'm going to do with my life. 
Yeah, when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you've got nothing to do. I mean, I've sat yeah, in the I middle of so. a field, drunk at 2am, going, oh, if only we had a bit of wood and some rope. Like, we could really freak people out in the morning. And they wake up and go, oh my god, what did that? I didn't hear anything right. last night. Did you hear anything last night? No, I didn't hear anything last night. Oh, it's aliens. <laughs> That's everybody's instant thing. But yeah, it just started these... out as a laugh, but then they were like, 200, 200 of these later, they're like, why are we still doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, why are we just going on holiday just to do this? Mm. But they're also, they're all inaccessible places as well, which also sort of says it is humans doing it because they're all by main roads or, you right. know, they've got fences that haven't got huge loads of razor wire and stuff over them. They can, humans can get at them. Right. You don't see a, crop circle on the side of Kilimanjaro where it would be like insanely hard to reach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then again most it, crops but, are accessible by yeah. road because you have to drive your tractor to them. Can you talk a little about the legal implications of this? Oh you get in trouble but only slightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends yeah. on where you are I guess. Because yeah, uh, what I was reading circle as you do. a lot of these uh, the people planned ahead and they've done they're there is a correlation to where the crop circles are and the county not having uh, as strict trespassing laws. So these people have definitely planned ahead as far as like, if I'm going to get caught, I want it to be a lower fine. Like they're not going to go to a place where it has a huge fine for trespassing and do it because uh, they've planned ahead. So these people who do do it, I guess they're smart enough to plan ahead because uh, oh, it would take yeah. a lot of planning to get these things done. And you have to be... You have to have a mathematical mind, which also means you've probably got a pragmatic mind. And that mm. would lead to people thinking ahead and being a bit sensible about it, even if they are. It's basically destroying somebody's livelihood. I'm going mm. to put my farming hat on now and go into sort of my granddad's world of, yes, it can be beautiful. And, you know, they, it's very impressive, the patterns that people have managed to make and things. But that's somebody's crops. That's what they've right. planted to then harvest, to then sell, so that they can keep their electric on in their farmhouse. Mm. Like if you've gone and destroyed the crops, because it doesn't, you know, you can say, well, they're, they're not chopping it down or anything, but you're squishing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, they're not designed are. to be squished. Yeah. So, you know, there, there should be some comeuppance. But... Right, but the thing that I've been reading is... Um... Here it says, although farm farmers have expressed concern at the damage to their crops, local response uh, to the appearance of crop circles can be enthusiastic, with uh, locals taking advantage of increased tourism, uh, visits from scientists and crop researcher or crop circle researchers. Uh, the market for crop circle interest uh, has a con has consequently generated bus and helicopter tours at sites, walking tours, t-shirts, and book sales. So if these farmers are smart, they can just figure out a way to make more money other places, I guess. Yeah, so they can just Most of the time, the, the farmers don't see have a, seem to have a problem with it because they know it's going to, they're going to get their money back, so. Yeah. Uh, did you ever believe in this, Luke? Uh, no. I, I'm, I, like, I saw that thing in 91 about those guys, and I always just knew that that was a thing, I guess. Uh, but I also, I, here's the thing, that whole theory of like, what if it's just our techno, we're trying to cover up for our own technology. Um, mm. that idea 
is something in my mind that's like it's a feasible it's like uh plausible like mythbusters what are you doing yeah. mm. sorry nothing <laughs> very um, noisy nothing bad noise and nothing yeah especially if those two guys were specifically let's say they were paid by the government to specifically come out and say hey it was us we did it this way you know what i mean like yeah uh that i can see as an option do you think that's an option though well, yeah, the government will do anything to cover up their secrets. Mm. Trust the government a lot less than I trust It actually aliens. makes a lot more sense to me that these two guys were paid to make 200 crop circles over 20 years than it is that they would just do it by themselves for no reason. If they got paid, mm. that makes a lot more sense in my mind than if they were just like, ah, let's just spend 20 years doing this and not tell anybody and then just come out with it one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, people do do strange things. I used to believe in the crop circles. But I think because I was, what was I, five, when it all came out that it was fake, I was still mm. at that age that, I don't know, it was one of them, like, yeah, they said that, but I still believe it. Mm. <laughs> I still think it's aliens, I still... A little like know. Santa Claus, yeah. Yeah. And because, you know, there were there were such big things, it was all the time in the newspapers about a new crop circles appeared and they don't know where it's come from. Sure, yeah. And, and this would have been before crop. 91, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen a modern take on crop circles. What well, would a, be a modern twist in... of it? Well, they're, they're used in advertising and things. Like yeah, for but um, the Olympics, that's not really... they were doing the... Um, it was the Olympic rings done in right. one crop that was I think as you landed in Heath, Heathrow you could see it but that's but, commercial everybody knows it was, yeah well that's it yeah. that's their use now rather yeah. than I mean, like I said, like I said earlier people. there are other ones but it's just gotten more complex as far as like the art of it goes I guess people some people just consider it an art form it's like tagging you know what I mean nobody knows who tags something on the wall and, you know and it might have their name but it's not going to be like their actual name when you're yeah. uh, tagging something on a wall so it's kind of like that to some people maybe it's like I'm tagging this field with my art I am the Banksy of crops right exactly Luke have you seen a movie this week I did I saw the Hitman's Bodyguard finally uh, been Yay. wanting to see that uh, it was it was decent I mean it was funny it had it's funny moments and the act but I would say it was more of an action uh, than a comedy if that makes sense yeah um, it had a lot of good action scenes. The one thing that I really didn't like about this movie is they, uh, it had Selma, it was a Selma Hayek, I believe it was Selma Hayek in it, and she was in this prison cell, and it was clear they shot her scenes separate of the entire movie. Like, yeah. it was, didn't even look the same. She never was yeah. with any of the other characters, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was very clear that it was like they shot her in... France and the whole rest of the movie in LA. It was kind of silly, but right. overall, uh, it's entertaining and it's like something. I, it, it it it's a fun guy movie is really what it is. So, uh, as far as guy movies go, I'll give it a I'll give it a solid seven, no problem. Uh, Taylor, I haven't seen any movies this week. Not even any long documentaries. Oh, I've seen this year's movie. I've seen Blade Runner. 
It is maybe one of the best movies I ever seen in my life. Yeah, I've heard really good things. It, it is uh, fantastic. I mean, it's just I I I don't really know what to say. I was gonna go see it so on good. Monday, uh, and I had like a list of things I needed to do that day, and I was like, "But I'm I'm gonna be in town, so I want to go see a movie." And yeah. I looked at it online, and it's two hours and like fifty something minutes. It's almost three yeah. hours. It's a it's really and long, it's and I was like, I cannot spend three hours in the movie theater. And it felt like ten minutes. Really? Uh, I, uh, it, it just it's just a magic magical magical movie. Cool. I give it 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 and a strong recommend. Oh, yeah, 10 out of 10 is a strong recommend, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, it's, a, it's a classic. It's already a classic movie. I can't wait to see it again and again and again and again. <laughs> cool. Like the original Blade Runner. Now maybe I'm less... The, the word? Less... Yeah? Li- uh, less... Uh, apprehensive about going and sitting in a movie for three hours because that's the thing i don't want to sit in the movie theater for three hours and then come out and go wow i just wasted three hours yeah two hours i don't mind so much three hours it's like now it's a commitment (laughs) no it's uh it's a fantastic movie the run to your movies and see it run to your movies and see it uh but uh i also said uh, saw the movie that we're going to talk about uh, my personal Citizen Kane, My Little Pony, 2017. Lions gave. Woohoo, ponies! Wouldn't they get eaten by the lions? The lions are behind the gate, though, so it's not a problem. Hmm? Okay. Were they just at the castle thing from Aladdin. There's a giant bear. He didn't seem to be eating them. I'm not sure why the bear was in this town with the ponies. Was it a bear? Was it a stallion? Oh, I thought it was a giant bear. That's what it looked like to me. Is that Stitch? What is going on here? <laughs> Evil Stitch. It's like a mix between Stitch and the hyenas from Lion King. Totally. I was just thinking Lion King. Yeah. Oh, seahorses. See, that castle thing, it's got the big balconies like on Aladdin. Definitely a mix of styles happening in this. Kind of interesting. out of the cake, get it? See, it's a... Mm-hmm. It's kind of a sex joke in a way. I'm Leblanc. 
And Sia, yes, Sia is in this movie. Right. Hence the big fridge on that one. So, My Little Pony, this Oscar-nominated movie that uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, what is it about, Look, Got a huge description. Twilight Sparkle, Applejack, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Fluttershy, and Rarity embark on an epic journey to save Ponyville from a dark force. Wait, didn't they say it was Equestra... Equestraville? What did they say? They Equestria. Didn't... Yeah, they said Equestria, not Ponyville. Now I'm confused. Maybe Ponyville was in Equestria. Oh, it's a yeah. suburb. I get it. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, this got a six, uh, 6.9 out of 10, so almost 7 out of 10 on IMDb. It got 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, so really not that bad, considering. Yeah, considering. Yeah, I've seen this movie, so I, yeah, I will go last since yeah. I've seen this movie. Tilly, if you want uh, to Luke, yeah, or Tilly. <laughs> Fine. Um, I have two, but they're both really short. All right. As I say, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, mostly everybody loves it. And even the people that don't love it say it's a kid's movie. What do you expect? It's not horrific. But um, Pavel, Pavel, P-A-V-E-L, B. Give it half a star. I said, smack my head. Better show the old classic Disney cartoons to your kids. And Roberto, I'm guessing that's a capital I and not a small L. Give it one and a half. And he said, this is a film made of torture and rainbow puke. (laughs) (laughs) And rainbow puke. That's a good one. That's a good one. Torture and rainbow puke. I like that. I got a couple uh, short ones uh, yeah. from the Facebook. Um, not a huge presence, but pretty standard Facebook presence. I was expecting there to be a lot more people posting on this page, but there really wasn't. Um, I got one from Tammy Very. Uh, it says, It's time to be awesome. This movie really was what I hoped for. The critics clearly don't get it, but MLP fans will. Uh, I think the scary level is the same... As some of the more intense episodes, my kids did get a little scared, but uh, but made it through. If you see it with little ones, bring a um, what does this say? Bring a lovey, and maybe talk to them about the scary bits before it happens. Uh, highly recommend. Bring a lovey. I don't know what the hell that means, but it maybe like a. Stuffed a animal, cuddly toy, or right, yeah, or a blanket, or I thought something. maybe it was something that Fro could tell us what that was because maybe it was from the oh. no, okay. And then I got one from oh. Catherine Seppella. I was very impressed with the movie, loved it. I was looking, I I was looked at kind of funny by some kids, me being thirty and all, and seeing it, but I like uh, MLP. Even grew up with it. Uh, I grew up with MLP in the early nineties. So yeah, it's got a wide range of audience. Uh, so yeah, as a brony, I mean, I mean, I I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I thought it was a really, really, really good movie. Uh, but then again, I mean, I liked Hannah Montana the movie as well. So why listen to me when I recommend <laughs> movies? Was that a movie? Uh, Hannah Montana, the movie, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really good movie as well. 
but uh, yeah, as a Brony, I, I, I would give this uh, 8 out of 10. What about so as a normal person? Take all the pony uh, knowledge out of your head. What do you give it then? Three out of ten. <laughs> okay, there's a bit of a disparity, yeah. but yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's 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 not a good movie. Look, I'm not going to sit there and say it's a good movie. I mean, the ratings are not bad, and I did not see. Ho- I saw maybe one or two but negative liked, reviews, so yeah. It, uh, I mean, most people I, think it's I pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. What yeah, and I most say? people seem to agree with you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hell in the cell. Because I slept uh, through uh, approximately right. 70%. Not no, because I it was a boring pay-per-view, but because Fro fell asleep in was, the second to la- no third to last match. So, yeah, you made through most of it. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. And it is on so late for you. Yeah. It's uh, and this and froze. It's good you did fall asleep because this pay per view went uh, thirty five mi- minutes over the hour. So you would have been just but gone by then. Shit, the last the last match. Jesus Christ, what a good match! But uh, right. let's go through it. Uh, pre-show match. Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin versus, uh, defeated the Hype Bros. Which is what you guys said. Alright. Uh, the Usos defeated New Day for the Tag Team Championships. This was an awesome match. I said this. You guys did not. That's what I thought, Fro. Fro was so sure mm. that I said the New Day, but I guess I was like I wrote down the Usos on my sheet but I didn't say No, no, you both it. said the New Day. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wrote it down on my sheet uh. But I changed it when we did the show. So, th- bad move on my part. Uh, Randy Orton defeated Rusev. I said that. Uh, Baron Cor- Corbin defeated AJ Styles and Ty Dillinger for the US Luke Championship. Luke got a point for that. We didn't know about Ty Dillinger. Yeah, they just added that at the last minute. Me and Fro had a discussion about if the betting, the betting sites in England... When they bet on wrestling, if they just add Ty Dillinger at the last minute, does that void all of the bets? No, but it'll change things for the bets they're on. Right. The odds and stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next, Charlotte Flair defeated Natalia for the Women's Championship. Which me and Luke both agreed on. Uh, Jinder Mahal defeated Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Luke got a point there. We said Shinsuke. Uh, Bobby Roode defeated Dolph Ziggler. We all said that because we all knew it was going to happen because it's glorious. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Owens beat Shane McMahon in the Hell in Cell match. Which me and Luke both said. So are and we that ready means for the scores? The if you, uh, if yes. you haven't worked it out, Fro got two, I got five, and Luke got six. Oh my gosh. Yay! So Luke is the winner. I am the winner. Of course, I didn't come up with anything to do, but uh, <laughs> I think what I want to do is have a little discussion about something, about wrestling. Okay. I want to discuss what it's like to be a liberal who likes wrestling, because there are some very strange Ooh, things about wrestling that it's run by conservatives. It's run by Donald yeah. Trump conservatives. 
as far as WWE and most other wrestling companies. And the storylines are all very... um, Pro-American. Yeah, pro-America and anti, uh, uh, you know, different countries. And it's kind of against everything that this podcast is for, and yet we love it. So I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. I totally agree. Let's talk about that one day. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the best comedy uh, on uh, sci-fi this uh, year. Let's talk about Ghost Wars. It happened this week. The first episode happened, Holy and it was a thing. Shit. It's awful. It is maybe <laughs> the worst. I ever seen in my entire life. It's pretty close, and we are really, really going to cover it because I love taking notes on this program. Because that's a shitty, shitty program. I hope you got some stuff that I missed because there was a point, like three quarters of the way through, where I went, "What the f is going on?" And then at the end, I was like, "Okay, now I kind of understand what it is." But all right, let's get into it. Okay, Ghost Wars. So, we start off uh, Spooky Town at the Schaften Bar uh, with this uh, cowboy, and they are having a wake for a guy called Morty that we don't know. He's talking about what happened after death and that uh, Morty uh, uh, and his energy will move on. Then we see a a picture of Morty and it uh, uh, suddenly just falls over uh, and with a knife uh, in it. Then the light flickers and uh, we see this uh, priest with a whiskey glass and it's getting filled with blood and he sees suddenly sees critters in his hand and he's taking a knife and when he's about to kill the creature uh, in his hand. We see this young man, and he stops, because someone yells stops. And we go to the intro uh, bit, and the intro bit was really, really black. That is more or less the intro. It was a boring intro, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't Uh, really remember it. Are you talking about the titles, titles at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I barely remember it as well. I just remember it being pretty bland. Uh, and the Extremely preacher bland. was played by Vi- Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, yeah. Who's a fairly famous actor. Good actor. From yeah. Uh, yeah, La- no. Law and Order, uh, Men in Black he was in. I'm trying to think of what else he was in. Yeah. Oh, Full Metal Jacket. That was probably one of the things he's most famous yeah. for. Good, and for good, like the uh, first uh, half of this, I thought he was meatloaf with a fake mustache on, not looking anything like meatloaf. Suddenly, <laughs> meatloaf was in it. He does not look anything like he like uh, his younger self. He's definitely out of shape and such. So definitely. Then we go to uh, three days before, and we see this church, and uh, we are seeing this priest uh, having a sermon about the verses. And I think that's kind of funny. Uh, he talks about uh, there's being uh, uh, new faces in the uh, uh, congregation, and uh, it's a little uh, chaotic. And he talks to Val outside of 
the uh, church, and Val is the mayor of this uh, town. And now we see this young man uh, uh, called Raymond, Roman, sorry, Ro- Roman, and he thanks the priest, and the priest goes into the church again, and uh, Roman sleeps in the bus stop? Does he sleep there? Because it looks like he he sleeps there. But, he definitely yeah. goes and lies down. Well, it's hard to tell, but I mean, uh, well, we find out later is what hap- what happens. But yeah. he t- uh, he's lying down. But he we lays know down later yeah. that it's because he got rid of his uh, apartment. So right. Uh, then a man comes and calls him a freak, and then we see this young woman, and she sits Whoa. down and. The guy who calls him a freak, freak is Meatloaf. Yeah. Is that freak and um, Meatloaf? Okay. Right. I and didn't it, this is interesting because yeah. Meatloaf is playing a guy named Doug, and Doug is clearly mentally handicapped in some way, but he's calling yes. Roman a freak. That's pretty important. Yeah. Yes. A uh, young woman comes down and sits and talks to Roman about how Roman has gone through a lot. Uh, then a bus comes and Roman goes on it uh, with this young woman that follows him. Uh, makes fun up uh, at him and strangely this w- woman, young woman, wishes she could leave too. And I start like, huh? She can leave too? And then Roman turns around to this young woman he's talking to, and she's not there! And she calls her Maggie. So Maggie is clearly a ghost. Yeah, Maggie's dead. Uh, Or this guy's crazy and he, like, schizophrenic. Maybe it's like a, you know, that kind of thing. Right. At this point, that could be a possibility. But then this bus driver suddenly sees a ghost. And there's this earthquake. And this other ghost is in the middle of the street. And this ghost, uh, the bus driver can see for some fucking reason. And he tries to turn away. And uh, I have to stop here because that's kind of, there's a lot of unlogical things that happens in this episode. I thought the ghost was her stopping him being able to leave. I thought it was a guy. It was a male ghost, though. I don't know who it was. I was watching it on my iPad. It's very small. Yeah, no, it was. It was a male ghost. Okay. But uh, some sometimes people can see the ghost. Sometimes I I don't understand this. But anyway, uh, bus falls over and catch fires because that's uh, every bus does that when they uh, fall fall over. And Maggie comes back and awakes Roman. Uh, and this bus is on a cliff, kind of. And Roman gets out just as the bus uh, falls over. And all the other people dies. A lot of uh, is happening. Right. But in this Next. scene, uh, we see... This is the first... Uh, the lady that was... Uh, what's her... Uh, Mrs. Kim or whatever. The lady that was right in front of him, who he knew clearly... He's about to save her, but then she gets pulled down. Like, he could, could have saved her, but, like, ghost hands come out of the fire on the bus and pull right. her down. That, yeah. Uh, next scene, 
police uh, talks to Roman. Other policemen uh, have that, uh, lost her mother, uh, Mrs. Fu. Mrs. Fu is her name. Oh, okay. Uh, that Roman tried to save, and Roman is in a spooky house uh, looking at the crystal balls. Maggie comes to Roman in this uh, in his mother's house, and Maggie's clearly a ghost with moving around in the house with her right. energy. They do and some really... Yeah, that, that was what I was going to mention. Go ahead, Tilly. Yeah, it's just really... Really cheesy, but very kind of, I'm definitely a ghost. Look how much of a ghost I am. Right. When she puts her yes. hand, she like <laughs> takes her hand and puts it through him, like his body, just to like, without mentioning it or anything, it's just like, I'm a ghost. Look at how much ghost I am. I'm so totally a ghost right now. I'm not <laughs> a right, vision a in his hand. head. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the bar again and we hear a kid crying. The bear and bartender hear it, but can't. Seem to find the source of the crime. She sees a picture of a kid. Then Roman is in the bar and Shirley scares the bartender. And I got a little scared as well. Bartender looks for food and we can see a spirit of some kind in the bar. Ooh. Right. He's right in... uh... Seamus and Cesaro. He's right in inside of them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, bridge in town being checked after the earthquake, and this man gets uh, right. this um, fire. Real quick, did you mention the earthquake yeah. in your in your review? Yes. Yes. Okay, because I don't remember it yeah. happening for some reason. After I got done with the show, I was like, "When did the earthquake happen?" <laughs> uh, it's in the beginning. So, okay, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Was it after... Same time as the bus crashed. When the bus crashed, that's when... Okay, that's why it was confusing. Because the bus is crashing and it's the camera's shaking and then you get this other shaking. Okay, just wondering. Yeah. So, a bridge in town is being checked after the earthquake and this man gets this fire lightning through his hand and he falls or jumps off the bridge... And it's pretty gory. Lands on metal spikes. Looks like uh, Marty from the first scene. So I'm guessing it's him. I was yeah. like, isn't that Marty? Has to be Marty. Right. <laughs> yeah, so clearly. Goes through his eye in the same place that the bottle thing goes through the picture of him. Right. So clearly right. the beginning scene was after this. So we know that that at this point now right. we know that that first scene was later. So. Yeah. Right. It does I also do a... said on the screen three yeah. th- three days uh, earlier on the screen. Oh, when right. we went to the church. It said actually three days uh, earlier. Sorry, Tilly. Oh, she's going to say what you just said. Something? Yeah, I must have missed that. Back completely. in town again. Yeah, back in town again. Roman goes to the sh- uh, police uh, station, and he meets this jerk Norm, who does not want to help him. And orders pizza. Ha <laughs> ha! Because, yeah, he's a jerk. You see what I did there? Norm. And Roman sees the sheriff? Sheriff? Yeah. And Roman uh, tells that he try, uh, tried to save uh, Mrs. Uh, oh, and that some forces uh, was working against him. 
But he, of course, didn't believe him. And the sheriff gets him to promise not to talk about ghosts. And he goes to uh, this two-way mirror where on the inside it's written, No hope! Boo! <laughs> Scary, you say. Boo! Then we see this drunk man drinking a beer at the bar, and uh, the ghost, uh, the goat head in the bar starts to bleed into his bear, and it was kind of uh, uh, deliciously del- uh, disgusting. And then suddenly we uh, go to this mortician getting a dead body ready for a funeral, asks son to give her like blood. Blush. Then the body opens her eyes. Then a jerk tries to get to the 911 operating system to work. And it shuts down. And we jump to the bridge. It's a lot of jumping now, by the way. And there's like three bodies on the bridge now. And the sheriff sees this. A lot of jumping back and forth here. Then... We are at, uh, back to the church. Priest, the priest is uh, holding a sermon over the dead people and the church is full. Roman is in the church and there I see Meatloaf. This is the first time I see Meatloaf. And he's the doctor. And he points at Roman and he says, he doesn't fit in. And his mother was a witch. You can't put a curse on the town, Tilly. A curse! And the priest has to stand up for Roman. And he sees more dead people. Men in the car look at Roman. Back. Uh, And then we suddenly are back uh, in his mother's house with Roman and dead Maggie. They talk about his gift of seeing dead people. And Roman tells Maggie about his friend, and this was kind of a cute story, uh, when he was a kid that also was dead. And when Roman felt alone, he talked to him. And Roman doesn't think it's a gift that he sees dead people. And Maggie starts to talk about uh, souls and spirits coming back to attack him. And here it turns to a comedy. It's uh, it's just a fucking blast. From from here on, it's just a blast. I had so much fun with this. <laughs> uh, because we go to the bar, and Meatloaf and Pals are talking about Roman. And they want to kill him. Because, why? Really? Because He's they are a witch's son, him? I guess? <laughs> yeah. They, for some reason, they uh, we don't know what happened with his mom. That's obviously going to come up, up later in, in the series. But something in the past happened with his mother. Because uh, when yeah. they went to her house, which you mentioned, they the reason they went to her house is because he was going to leave town. His whole thing here is he was getting out of this town. And then he went to uh, get on the bus, but the bus crashed Right, and he was the only one left alive. So he, but he, he had gotten rid of his apartment, all of his furniture, all of his stuff, when he, because he was going to leave town. So the cop t- said, "You got to stay here, because apparently no buses ever come through this town or whatever. Maybe like once a month." 
uh, is what mm-hmm. it, that's what they made it seem like. Um, and so he went well, and stayed at his mother's house, which apparently we don't know what happened with her in this town. But when they get there, there's like kill the witch spray painted on the wall or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so clearly this town hated her or maybe even killed his mother, possibly. We're not really sure. And then but and she... he said to Maggie about when he was talking about that little boy that he played, the dead, little dead boy that he played with, that the, he told the kids about it at school. They started picking on him and word spread about that. So everybody knows that he can or thinks he can see dead people. Right. So well, the whole thing well. is here, that yeah. is important here is he, he wanted to leave town, but he's he just can't. And then we see this Martish getting ready to leave town, and Meatloaf, aka Dog, uh, gets uh, gets to Roman and he's is threatened. They say that they're going to hang him if he doesn't leave town. Right, and they Who's have like a, a, they have a rope that they're like have right in front of him. Yeah. Right, and policeman comes and saves the day. Roman thanks the sheriff and. Autops the place, Sheriff uh, gets uh, uh, to see a man getting his heart exposed. And it's pretty cool, actually. It looks really, really... It's a cool visual effect. Uh, one of the coolest effects in the uh, show. Uh, then Roman and Sheriff talks about this earthquake. And suddenly... All the dead people. <laughs> they, 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 they talk about there's haven't been able to die since the earthquake, and they can't rest because of it. Now we hear his this scary music. Cherv uh, gets his run ready, and I laugh out loud. Then we a Roman sees a dead person, and guess what we get. We get a zombie attack on the sheriff. Woo! And now we get to know the sheriff's name is Sam. And Sam fights the spirit. He only can see his... And Sam stacks himself with a scissor in his heart. And slits his headrest. It looks really, really gruesome. Ugh. Yeah, what is the... Part is that scissors? Maybe I I thought it was like a needle or something. Yeah, or a uh, something for the embalming fluid or something. Right. Oh, I thought. But I don't get why he sticks it in his own neck. Like if he's trying to right. get the zombie with it. Well, how does he end up putting it in his <laughs> okay, own neck? Okay, what you got to realize is that we that the thing that you're they're sp- they're trying to get across here in this scene is that these um, ghost demons or whatever. They're able to control people by making them think that they're seeing something. So what? Yeah. He Bye. he thinks he's trying to stab the the um, zombie when in actuality he's right. trying to stab himself. So it's like himself, yeah. in his in his head he thinks he's doing one thing, but in actuality he, the ghost demon is in his brain making him think he's doing one thing, but instead the ghost is making him murder himself or yeah commit suicide. Is that yeah. committing suicide? I don't really know. I think it's murdering yourself. I don't know. I, I think it's murdering yourself. But now we get back to the uh, start of the episode, and we know now the spirits are trying to kill people. Because Roman and the 
priests talk in the bar again. And they are fake locusts of critters. It looks so fucking uh, atrocious. And I, I, I just start laughing and, and, and so does see. And the priest and Roman wants uh, get all the people out of town. Mayor says no, because she doesn't believe them. And they are start to talking about what to do now, and then trying to figure it out. The mayor leaves, but all suddenly believes Roman's theories about ghosts for some fucking reason. <laughs> There's absolutely no fucking reason why this mayor would 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 believe him all of a sudden, but. Wait, she does? does she? I didn't think she believed in it. Yes! Oh, okay. No, I thought it was well, the um, police officer guy. Yeah, the police yeah, officer and, and the priest and, believe yeah. him, but that's because... Uh, the mayor uh, doesn't. Right. Exactly. Because uh, yeah, the, the priest Mr. has Foo. seen one of the ghosts, where she hasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Young Mr. Fu believes in ghosts, surely. And they see uh, that the bridge is gone? What? Roman jumps out of the car, but Mi Mr. Fu drives on, and now they want to fight the ghosts, they say. And we see some beige parts, and what? The whole town is gone? Da, 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 and we go to black. Is that what you saw at the end, Tilly? Because I, I, at the end, it was the part where the bridge was all out, right? Yeah. yeah, and it goes through all the the rest of the bridge kind of thing, where it's it's not just one hole in it. There's a whole bunch of holes yeah. in it from the earthquake, right? But yeah. what what happened before that was the car, uh, the guy, the people that were in front of Roman, he he was like, stop that car or whatever, because he could see the bridge was out. But the car drives off the bridge. Um, yeah, he jumps out. They think the, the bridge is is. Uh, they, do, they don't see that the bridge is out because the ghosts are in their head making them think the bridge is safe. So that's all happening from the ghosts, right? I guess. No clue. Right. The yeah, ghosts, okay. yeah, the ghosts are, are making the, an illusion for the whole town that sees the bridge so anybody who tries to br drive over it will just die. <laughs> that's the whole idea here. And so they zoom out and they show us this bridge, and it's clear that, like, maybe we didn't realize how far away this town was from everything up until now, but this bridge is really, really long, and that's clearly why they only have one bus coming there a month or something. So, I think that's what the reveal was at the end, right? That they're way farther away from everything than we thought? Yeah. Okay. Mm, I, I was confused by what exactly what it was supposed to be revealing, but it was i guess both that they're really far away from everything and that this bridge is there's no way to fix this they're not going to fix it anytime soon oh so. no yeah it's Definitely beyond not. the bridge from evil dead yes it's like bridge from evil dead times i don't know golden gate bridge <laughs> yeah but much longer it's like huge yeah. it's huge like you can't even see the other side of it yeah but how horrendous is this like I gave this episode a 1 out of 10. Well, I enjoyed it for what it was. 
but also thought it was really... It reminded me of Supernatural and Medium and Buffy. Mm. It was that sort of cheese level. Yeah, it, it was, was super cheesy. And what about out of ten? told me. me about... Oh, uh, three. It, but it also told me what Meatloaf's last, day, last name is. So that's why it's three and not two. Oh, right. Did it was know? in the credits. <laughs> right. Yeah. Meatloaf a day. A-D-A-Y. <laughs> like an Ooh. apple a day, but meatloaf a day. Ooh. Maybe before. He's much skinnier now, but he used to be meatloaf a day. But that's what he's actually listed as. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it, it's hard to say right now. It's super cheesy, really low budget. Um this episode was setting up a lot, so it's hard to say where we're, how it's going to go from here, but so far, it's not great. It's confusing. Uh, the acting's bad. Um, the only thing I can say positive, really, about this is the town, wherever they shot this, is beautiful, and I, and it would be yeah. awesome to live there. Like, the scenery in the background with the huge giant cliffs and the giant lakes and the... Uh, oh, it's yeah. really well done. Some of the actually, some of the cinematography is okay, even though it's low budget. Mm. I'll say that, but everything else is pretty bad. So uh, I would say, like, I'll I'll agree with Tilly and say three out of ten. Are we going to still watch this? Yes, of yeah. course, because we are. You know, we're two shows and out or out, aren't we? So we'll you're see, going to give it at least next next week, yeah. At least next we'll week, see and we'll see how, from there. We will see how fed up I, I am with it next week. The other thing is, you know, the reason we do two and you're out is lots of times the way they make TV shows, they make the first episode to, like, give it, you know, to try to sell it, and then the next episode can a lot of the times be a whole lot different because when they made the second episode, they had a whole lot more money. So we will see what happens. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Hey! It's lost on the Amazon! <gasps> Next bum, bum, episode. Bah. And I'm going to begin. I need help! I need your strength! The witch doctor turns to you. His eyes flash. You? You? What do you want? Why should I help you? My friends are lost. They have been captured by Mikava. Save them! Please save them! The big man frowns. Only the spirits can save what has happened to your friends, and what will happen to you? He raises his spear in a threatening gesture that makes the monkey's eyes gleam. What? <laughs> yeah, what monkey? What monkey? <laughs> what monkey? Yeah. It must have been in the last part, like when they described him in the last part. But if you look okay. down and you look at the picture, that's the monkey you're talking about. Oh, right, okay. I thought they were just referring to him as the monkey. I thought it was really rude. <laughs> or that we had a monkey? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But no. From a small pouch, he removes a pinch of coloured powder, loads it into a slender pipe, and inhales deeply. Within seconds, he is in a trance. You wait. Minutes pass. You begin to fidget, and Oaduga calms you. Be patient. You will see. At last, the witch doctor opens his eyes. He stares at the sky and speaks. Uh, your friends are safe. 
You will come with me and the, a war party. We will save them. The end. How is that the end? <laughs> We're not going to go save... That's the end, I guess. Okay. But... Means that we have to pick out the new book for next week. Look. Yep, we'll figure it out. Do you have a new one? Yeah, we're not going to spend the time on the show right now to do it. Let's do that off the show. That's <laughs> off the show content. Okay. Okay. Do you have a book? That's what you what, uh, what Yes, I, I have many I books. was looking for. Good. Plenty of choose your own adventures. Loads of adventures to choose from. Do you have anything you want to plug, Tilly? Um, well, as we had him as a guest earlier, I'll plug Itch's new book, 101 Haikus, that's available um, on his tour. He's touring solo this month and next month in the UK. And the full band are doing two dates in December. I'll post them up on our Facebook because there's too many for me to try and list out. Well, Luke? Uh, just audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Uh, go get a free book and a 30-day trial. Or a stylus asset. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Also check out that wrestling show with me and Bill. We talk a lot about wrestling and we will talk about Hell and the Settled results, of course. Uh, check that out coming out soon to a podcast near you next week we will uh, talk of news of the week we will do TLC protections because now it's really every, every fucking week it feels like uh, right like I said after this one we have a break and then Survivor Series thank god then we will have top uh, 5 best and worst bands of all time, according to us. We will sadly have Ghost Wars episode 2, or Happy episode 2, because we don't really know, but I'm thinking it's going to be on the ladder stairs of quality, if I I can predict anything. Uh, Then we're going to have another digital review of Happy Death Day. What is this look? I assume it's a horror movie, because it's October, we're getting close to Halloween, so, yep. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween. Apparently it comes out, I guess this is this weekend is Friday the 13th, so. Ooh. 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 Well, from America, United States of America, there is, I have heard some rumors. His name is Luke. From United Kingdom, her name is Tilly. From Norway, my name is Rude or Fro. Listen to us next week. And goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 